What's up, everyone? It's your boy, Dave, back with the DQB Does Hostful. I'm excited. It's been a couple of weeks since we've done one of these. Yeah, it has so, been. I'm an excited boy. I can't believe boy. you just like, stopped coming over. Yeah, I was just like, fuck off. No, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about why I haven't been here. Uh, this is the Hostful, where we talk about movie news and news and Huey Lewis and the news. Um, Gonna get back in time. I love Huey Lewis. <laughs> I also so, so we're doing this, right? I mean, we're starting the Huey Lewis pop punk cover band. Oh yeah. my god. Like we're on board for this. Like I, feel I already like... have the checkered uh shoes. Can we we all have to be able to do the dance is the thing. I could pretend. <laughs> I can learn a dance. No, you can't. Yeah, I can. You never see me dance. Mm. Dude, it's one, two, three, four. That's easy. <laughs> I mean, I know you learned to count to four, but you like you gotta like be able to do it in time. And I know you don't have rhythm. That's it. That's it, Shane. We're gonna have to dance together. What is rhythm? I'm just curious. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, you've heard them already, but uh, with me is Shane. Hey, what's up, guys? And Russell. Mania. <laughs> I felt very on the spot by that. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, man, that that's a that's a lot of build up. Am I gonna deliver? The it's answer so is no. Fucking morose. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Try to bring some energy to this show. It smells like somebody shitting his cereal. <laughs> Bong. <laughs> somebody did. They really did, man. That's gross. Do, do not eat that cereal. So sad. <laughs> Holy shit. Let's cheer him up with some probably depressing news. Okay. Uh, do you want to go first or should I? Go first. I, I, I got a couple good. I got a couple couple good Marvel ones. We'll uh, we'll do the sad do the sad one first. Give me the dates and stuff for the one that you found, Russell. Uh, and, I, and then I'll talk about some stuff. I was gonna just bring up something sad every time <laughs> you kept talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, just bring that one up first. So, Venom has been delayed. Yeah. Does it have a date? Um, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, starring Tom Hardy, was originally set to come out September 24th and was pushed back to October 15th. Yeah. And then on August 16th, selling off Hotel Transylvania for Transfermania, which had been set to hit theaters October 1st, uh, to Amazon in a windfall uh, for a hundred million plus deal. I I read that verbatim. That I doesn't know make, it any didn't sense. make any sense. <laughs> yeah, you lost me. What's the source on this? Uh, the Hollywood Reporter. MySpace. Wow, wow, <laughs> that's like a legit fucking publication. Like, they should probably start uh proofreading again. Yeah, or editing. It's nice when people edit. Barry, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for making it sound like I had that article ready. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay, Venom getting pushed back. Uh, you said the Hollywood Reporter was blaming it on the Delta variant. Yeah. Um, that's the title. So, that that could be part of it. Um, in general, uh. COVID has caused this huge problem of like condensing the movie schedule. 
yeah. right? Because nobody wanted to put anything out because it wasn't going to come out in theaters. Yeah. So everything is coming out at the same time. So there's like this huge shuffle of movie dates and stuff, which we've already experienced some of that. Yeah. Uh, mostly because they still wanted stuff to come out in theaters and they just kept pushing it back and pushing it back until people could actually go. Right. Um, but now it's like, we don't want 10 movies to come out the same weekend, right? Because they're going to get a fraction of the fraction of people that are actually going still, right? Because like a lot of people aren't, aren't going to, to movies still, you know, stuff is underperforming because, you know, people are sick or they don't want to be, they don't want to get sick and they don't trust that, you know, everybody's going to wear a mask or is vaccinated or, you know, the cleanliness of a theater, because let's face it, every time you've gone to a theater, you've walked in there and your fucking foot, Yep. You've heard that it's already your, uh, you're already sticky. Yeah, you're you you know, your shoes are sticky. Or you go to a theater and you watch a movie and then the next day you're sick. Yeah. That happens to some people. Yeah, it does. Um <laughs> I'm sorry, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um but yeah, like so I think part of it is that. Not just the Delta variant like actually pushing back, you know, production, but but I've I've I know that, you know, production goes all the way up until you know the very end usually you know because they're trying to do everything so fast and it pushes right up against that deadline and they might have missed the deadline yeah then i don't know what the sources of the hollywood reporter you know where they got their information saying Uh, that it was the delta variant but i do actually know where they get their sources what's that hollywood oh my god Um, and and a reporter (laughs) yeah so anyway (laughs) Uh, it, it could be a, a, a few of those things, but it also just makes more sense to me that Venom comes out in October, closer to Halloween. Like, yeah, no, I don't know totally why that sense. wasn't originally the yeah. release date anyway. I mean, I imagine it's been pushed back some because of COVID anyway, but like, it seems like that's totally a fucking Halloween movie. Yeah, so. it's a spoopy movie. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, continued Marvel news. Uh... According to Deadline, Anthony Mackie has closed the deal to carry the shield and his first superhero picture uh, in Captain America 4. Awesome. Uh, it's yet untitled. Um, talks about how well-received Falcon and the Winter Soldier was, which we haven't really talked about that on the show. We haven't talked about any of those shows, but uh, me and Russell have watched them all. Um, and, I mean, I thought they were all really good. I thought two of the three of them were really good. You didn't like Falcon and Winter Soldier, did you? Not a lot. Yeah. But I, I loved it. It, it. It's not bad. It's not. It's, it's, no, it's, it's not bad. But I feel like they were scared. And like the, the whole series just comes off to me like. And they introduce a new character. And it's going to yep. be a new character going forward. So, like, I'm glad that they got that in there. Yes. But two no, new characters. Yeah, two new characters. Uh, two new big characters. Yeah, that are going to be important. But I just... I didn't need a series to accept a black Captain I, America. I, I feel like a lot of people did, though, unfortunately. Like, I I feel like there's a like a making of of all the shows so far. Mm-hmm. And if you watch that, it talks about this, right? Yeah. This exact thing. Mm-hmm. Um and it was like a lot of people would have a problem with it because they're racist, right? right? Um but also just feeling like 
Falcon hadn't done enough to deserve it. And like him getting it was kind of like a hand wave at the end of Endgame, mm-hmm. which it sort of was. I mean, it was like, you know, it was like a one minute scene and all of a sudden you're supposed to be like, oh, okay, Falcon's Captain America now. So like, I get it. Yeah. Um, I, I just think the show's good. Like, I didn't need anyone being like, yeah, no, Falcon is totally worthy to be uh, yeah. Captain America, but I appreciated the story that they told anyway. Yeah. Like, even though I didn't necessarily need it, I thought it was a good story. Like, I understand you didn't need it either. You were just more like, it was a waste of a show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you didn't need they, that story told, so it didn't need to be told. The, 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 the good stuff with Isaiah, yeah. and, like, there's a lot of good stuff in it. And I I just f- feel like if they were gonna do that, it should it sh- the way they did it, it being the focal point, like it should have just been like you knew you knew at the beginning that like at the end of the series, Falcon is gonna be Captain America, right. and they should have just done it differently. I just didn't I didn't love the way it was written. Uh, mm-hmm. I I, th- I thought that they could have done so much more with it. Yeah. Um. Especially, I mean, even trying to get the point across, like, hey, this guy is struggling as a black man to he himself become Captain America because yeah. of the way it might be received. Right. Good. Good stuff. But it was the entire... Like, he still doesn't get to shine. Like, he does because he's Anthony Mackie. I love the guy. Yes. But he still doesn't get to shine in the way that he could have had they focused more on him and Winter Soldier. And I, that's also the thing, too, right? I wanted a buddy cop show. Yeah. And I, I, I don't feel like I got it. I've seen it multiple times being referred to as a buddy cop show. But there's literally like three scenes in six episodes where... No, there's more than that. They're like a buddy cop. Yeah, there's more than that. I don't think there is. There is. There, there really isn't. I can, like counting them in my head, there's like three. You're missing some. I don't. There's there's more scenes with the two of them in it. No, we're, but as we're far the, we're as like, they're doing the buddy cop thing, totally. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's totally. There's there's, there's a three. No, there isn't. There's more than that. There's no. there's a lot of like lethal weapon, Riggs and Murtaugh going on there. Yeah, Riggs. in three scenes. No, like, man, it's it's not enough. It keeps going. No, I mean I'm not saying that. It, I'm saying three is a gross understatement. Like, there's more than that. Like, if if it was literally just them the whole time, the whole thing, and we didn't get a bunch of, like, the villains and stuff by yeah. themselves, I think that would have been better. But it was more than three. <laughs> like, the, it's not even... They don't even do it in the first two episodes. Like, the first time they do it, the first time you get that, like, buddy cop feel is when they have to, like, stare at each other in front of his therapist. And then there's like two other times. You get it before one of that? them being at the end. You get no. Okay. Okay. Hold on. No. No. I'm not counting the stuff where Anthony Mackie's like, "I hate you. Stay away from me." I'm not counting that. No. There's like I'm counting the genuine interactions between the two of them. Yeah. We need to do a whole podcast about. Yeah. This. I will watch it once <laughs> I have internet again and not stop living in the fucking Stone, Stone Ages Age. at my house. Yeah. I do think you should watch it. You should I will. definitely watch it. I will. Once it's, I get internet. It's, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It's good. Don't listen to him. It, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying... Just don't listen to him anyway. It's subpar <laughs> to the other what? two. 
I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I. You know what, Russell? I will watch it. It's not that I was against watching it. I just have it. Yeah. I'm bad at shows. I found out. Mm. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to watch this, and then I get. They're real distracted. short. They're all like you know six episodes. That I so, could so. do. That I could do. It's not bad. Um, the other news that moving on from Falcon Winter Soldier, Captain America going on, uh, the other one is, um, Marvel Studios may already be developing Secret Wars adaptation according to Jim Shooter. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of weird. This is totally like speculation. There's, there's very mm-hmm. little basis in fact on this, but, um, so, uh, of course, Secret Wars was a crossover. It was one of the first crossovers that Marvel Comics did uh, back in 1984 and 1985. It was written by Jim Shooter. Um, it presents the Beyonder, bring, uh, kidnaps a bunch of Marvel characters, both heroes and villains, transports them to the battle world, and makes them fight each other uh, so that they can get back. Um, the possible adaptation of Secret Wars is one of the projects that have been around for a long time. It's no secret that the Russo brothers, directors of Avengers Infinity War, Endgame, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, and Captain America Civil War have a vested interest in making that ad- adaptation, which is, they've moved on from Marvel uh, Marvel Studios, so that, like they aren't working on MCU stuff right now. But that was one of the things they said they would do if they came back, right? The Russo brothers? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, speaking at a Megacon in Orlando, uh, Jim Shooter has revealed that, in his opinion, Marvel is laying the groundwork to finally make the Secret Wars adaptation. Uh, the part that I found interesting was that, according to him, someone from Marvel Studios offered him a contract to make a Secret Wars novel, which he declined. Um, soon after the vice president of acquisitions and operations at Marvel, uh, called shooter to apologize for the original contract and offered him a new contract worth $10,000. Um, he asked if this would be made into a movie and Bogart replied that he couldn't talk about it. He said, you've already answered me. And the, it also goes into recent news that broke that Marvel was only paying $5,000 to the authors of the comics that they were adapting. So the $10,000, the $10,000 offer may be in line with an improvement in that, in that section of acquisitions. So there's a lot of like little things that add up to Jim shooter, basically being like, yeah, they're already making it. Yeah. I got two things here. (laughs) Happy thing first. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Happy thing first. Um I yes. Let's do it. Yeah. And let the Ru- Russo brothers Russo? Wow. Russo? That's arrogant. Russo, uh, <laughs> Russo <laughs> brothers. <laughs> let the Russo brothers do it. Hell yeah. Um that would be fucking awesome. And I also I prior to having all if you would have just told me hey, somebody thinks this might be a thing. You could look at the movies and be like, especially the ones slated and coming out. Yeah. That's a real possibility. Yes. And that the the Disney Sony contract with Spider-Man is interesting. Yes. Like that whole deal like by the time uh by the time it's said and done with the the next Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, uh we should have two whole ass Spider-Man universes. 
well, MCU Tom Holland Spider-Man and yes. a revamp of a whole ass Spider-Man Sony universe. Right. Which I think is a solid idea because then you have two production studios doing two cinematic universes based on the same properties and some of the same ideas, which is how the comics work. So, like... Yeah, the only thing that I'd be worried about is oversaturation, especially with the casual market, which is what is driving so much of them making all these movies, because, you know, comic book nerds do not account for these movies making billions of dollars. They account for them making a couple hundred million. Yeah. Right? So... Like the casual people that like never heard of the Avengers before Iron Man One came out, you know, uh, that are now watching these movies and are fans of these movies. If there is oversaturation, you you run the risk of pushing those people out. Oh, I yeah, would yeah. watch two hundred fucking Marvel movies a year. Okay, yeah, in theaters, in theaters, because I'm that big a loser. <laughs> but like, you I would know, say loser. But buddy. most people wouldn't, you know. I would go every fucking weekend twice if if they put that many goddamn movies out. But yeah. you know, I think I think the I think the market's already oversaturated. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think we only got a, a couple more years of this, which is why they should get it all in now, mm-hmm. so that way we have plenty of content to rewatch before we die. Um, I just don't want to see it. I don't want to see it in. Like I, I, I. Getting, we've talked about this ad nauseum, but getting to Endgame was just like such a crazy thing, and that was part of why I w- it was emotional watching that in the theater. That that yeah. was even a thing that fucking happened. Like all the little sh- like the little shit that was like all fan stuff, like mm-hmm. people that actually read things and like stuff, and and it was just like fuck me, this is how did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. I want it. I want that to happen again. I want that feeling again. So, like in ten years, you know, if it's still going as strong as it is now, um, for something else completely nuts like that to happen again it would blow my mind and be fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I and I mean, it's gonna it's it's gonna at least happen one more time. I think. Um, I just don't. I just I like you said, casual fans. I literally. Like, there's, I've heard so many people, like, firsthand talk about, oh, there's another Marvel movie. I thought oh, they were yeah. done. I've, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't ever want them to be done. No. We've I've had... seen a lot of that on, on, like, the internet when I was still on Facebook, yeah. and then now on Reddit, it's like, oh, this cape shit's fucking stupid. Yeah, we've had damn near... Why are you in the Marvel subreddit? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the not fun subreddit. Yeah. <laughs> What what are we how like comics are what like ninety years old, yeah eighty like, ninety years old something like that pretty close to that. There's been so many attempts to start this shit and they finally got it going. Let's like not let it fucking die, please. Everybody yeah. go watch Shang Chi in three weeks. I want ninety years of connected Marvel movies. <sighs> I need to start working out so I don't die before the end. <laughs> Yeah, no, right. And we're gonna be like on our deathbed, like, no, I just, I just gotta get to October. Yeah, and then we're like, I just gotta get to December, and we're gonna live to be like 170 years old, just because of Marvel movies. Just because of Marvel movies. <laughs> there you have it. Marvel gives you life. Yep. Yeah, it's fucking wild. I had a friend. Wow. I okay. I had a friend in high school. Um, sorry. Uh, 
Congrats. Before... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first X-Men came out. And, oh, yeah. Uh, he was all about it. And then, and I think the second X-Men came out. And I think we were waiting on the third one to come out. And then he fucking died. Like, in between the movies coming out. And, uh... It was fucking crazy. It was Oof. wild. It was Whoa. like uh, just like fucking random, and he like he he had a aneurysm, but he like fell and like hit his head, mm. and that was kind of that like caused the aneurysm to explode, as far as I remember. And uh, he so then when we went to watch whatever one came out next, it was super weird because I was just like, man. I really would have liked this. And then sometimes watching the Marvel movies, I'm like, fuck, man, he didn't get to see any of this shit. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, On another down note, um, (laughs) this is who I am today, I guess. (sighs) You're the downer today. (laughs) Fuck, dude. Um, Did you say they're only paying $5,000 to the authors for the adaptations? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so here's the thing. Um... I'm curious as to what rights the authors have based on their contracts they signed to do the those stuff. Yeah. Because like I imagine these are antiquated contracts where it's like, yeah, we're gonna make right. a a thirty-five to seventy million dollar movie that makes hundred and twenty-five million. You know, back when they were making Blade and shit, right? Yeah. Cause like there's nothing wrong with Blade. The first Blade movie's awesome. Yep. But it didn't make that much money. Right. Right. And it right. wasn't a huge budget until later. Yeah. Um and uh so like I imagine that had to do with that, right? That's an old clause in the contracts. So they were like, This is all we're contractually obligated to pay you. Plus these are like a lot of this stuff is super old contracts because they're doing old shit. Yeah. Right. So I'm curious if it was that or if it was just like, I mean, we own the property. You know, you can ask us for some money. We'll give you five grand because they're corporate. I mean, Marvel's still a corporation. They're still scumbags. I just love their shit. You know, yeah, like food fucking made by terrible companies for the most part, unless you grow it in your backyard or, you know, have your own livestock fucking terrible people but, yeah. but their food tastes yeah. good man that's true i think a fair price is no less than okay i'm lowballing here all right like a fair price uh because they i mean even after they pay the actors like they're making lots of money off of these movies oh yeah and uh so i think a fair price especially since you only have like one to three authors of the adaptations that you're that you're probably paying i think a fair price is no less than a hundred thousand dollars um yeah or points because like that you 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 end up with like weird shit when you talk about points and stuff yeah Um, the the point systems i feel like make sense i mean i'm not in the situation so they might still be getting fucked but it's just well i mean it depends on how it's allocated because sometimes yeah. it's just like, well, you know, these two people are the producers, so they get all of the points. You know, because like yeah. there was, uh, I watch, I've been watching uh, the movies that made us uh, on yeah. Netflix. It's pretty good. You guys should watch it. All the movies they talk about are eighties and nineties movies uh, for the first and second season. So, um, one of them was Dirty Dancing, and they talk about 
um the writer and producer same same person was she was like the main producer and the writer and uh she like a couple of the people were like seemed kind of pissed off at her because she got like half the points on the movie she's like still making millions of dollars a year really yeah like i didn't realize that movie made that much fucking money it made a lot of fucking money that's fucking crazy. it was also like super cheap yeah to make um <clears throat> there's a lot of cool stuff in that in that show you everybody should watch it i watched you, the first episode and it was really cool uh what was the first episode because when i watched it i watched both seasons in a row and i feel <laughs> like it went backwards instead of forwards Oh, uh, I watched. I don't know if it's the first episode. Be okay, honest what, with you, Back to the Future is the one I watched. I think that's in the second season. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's either the first or last episode of the second season. Oh, I just clicked on it on Netflix. Yeah, that's what that I did. Popped up. But huh. then when I was like trying to find out if I had any episodes left, I went to the episodes and more, and it Back to the Future was on top, but I was in the second season. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. What the fuck? Huh. <laughs> it's like the backwards of everything that they do on all the like syndicate syndicated shows in quotes. Right. I don't know what that would whatever they're they have the rights to to stream that isn't their actual show, right? So like Supernatural is in order first season to last season from top to bottom, and the episodes are in order from one to last top to bottom. But yeah. this show was second season first, then first season. But I don't know what the That's order weird. of the shows was because it was just like the name of the movie. Hmm. And it's not like story driven. It's not sequential. So it doesn't really matter. Right. Yeah. But it was weird. I watched the Ghostbusters one and the Back to the Future one. The Ghostbuster one is really good. Mm -hmm. I didn't know the stuff about uh, Harold and um, Bill like having a falling out over Groundhog's Day for some reason. Really? And then like not becoming like not making up until Harold was dying like oh, on his deathbed that was pretty wild like Bill came it was a fucked up story and I'm gonna ruin it for you guys that are listening if you don't want it ruined just like skip a few seconds here so two minutes two minutes sure <laughs> uh so when when Harold was dying Bill found out and they hadn't talked since uh Groundhog's Day so that's like 10 12 years because yeah. he died in like 2004. Mm -hmm. uh, 2004, 2007. There were a lot of people that died in these shows. Yeah. Um, but uh, so Bill knew where he lived, but he didn't know his address. So he went to the town and went to the police station <laughs> and said, take me to Harold. <laughs> Whoa. And he got a police escort to Harold Ramis' house. That's such a fucking Bill Murray such thing. Such a fucking Bill Murray thing. I was just like, this is fucking amazing and sad. I don't want to cry right now. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, the, the Ghostbusters one is pretty emotional. Yeah. It's super good. All of all that stuff's super good. But points. Um, the other producer had a lot of the points on Dirty Dancing and she distributed them to some of the people that worked on the film. So, like, people have, if you have a lot of points, you have the op opportunity or option to distribute them as you see fit amongst other people. Or you can just keep them and make all the fucking money yourself. Right. Um, so, I don't know how that works. Like, we were talking, you know, this is a long, long tangent from Jim Shooter saying that he thinks that they're <laughs> setting up Secret Wars, but... 
Uh, the five thousand and ten thousand dollar thing. I'm. I don't know if that's uh just like a flat rate that's in their contracts. Um, I don't know if they have anything in their contracts that guarantees them points or percentages on on the movies. Um, if they don't, they should probably try to renegotiate. But again, artist versus corporation, probably not going to get anywhere with that. Yeah. I mean, me and you know me and Dave are in the music business, but not, you know, not to where, you know, we're signing contracts or anything, but I know a little bit about points and shit like that. And it's, it's a fucking struggle. Cause like, there's different things that you do that get you points. And then like, you know, your distributor and your management and they all get points automatically. And like, it all gets divvied up that way. And it's, it's fucked up. Like, and, and I know movies work the same way similarly as far as the point system, but, it's it's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't know why they're only getting five thousand dollars. Lowest hundred thousand dollars. <throat> yeah, I yeah. I would say like a hundred thousand or ten percent. You know, whichever you think is better. Yeah. You have the option, you yeah. know. But uh that's all the news that I had. Dave, you had some stuff you wanted to talk about. Um, I do. Um so I have some independent news. Yeah. Independent. So a, um, excuse me, a few, not not too long ago, a friend of ours, friend of the show, uh, went to a horror movie convention, Mm -hmm. which I wasn't able to go. I wanted to, but I didn't. Um, And you guys, people on the show may know I collect VHS tapes. Mm. Uh, He picked up a couple of independent horror movies for me on VHS. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, oh, sweet. And so I watched one of them, and I was going to give a quick review of it. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Let's do it. Uh, so I watched. Let me pull up my notes here. Uh, it was called She Was So Pretty, colon, Be Good for Goodness Sakes. Not the colon part. That was just, there was a colon. It's not colon, Be Good for Goodness. This is a bad bit. Sorry. There was a colon, <laughs> like a picture, like a picture of like the organ, like removed yeah, from the Yeah, picture of a body. colon. Yeah. <laughs> No, no. It's called <laughs> She Was So Pretty, Be Good for Goodness Sakes. Yeah. Pause there. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, 2017. Okay. I believe it was a part of a series. It might be the second one. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, directed by Brooklyn Ewing. Okay. Who, fun fact, added me on Facebook randomly. So, got that going for me. What? <laughs> What has happened? Yeah, no, right? <laughs> uh, so I, my other buddy who got me into VHS, I showed him. I'm like, hey, look what I got. And he's like, how do you know those guys? I know those guys. And he put it on <laughs> Facebook. He's like, look at my buddy snagged. And then they added me on Facebook. So Crazy. That's I'm in awesome. the independent film industry now, guys. <laughs> oh, shit. Connections. Uh, but yes, um, it was a... From 2017, it is a, a horror movie... It's a Christmas horror movie. That's right. Okay. The good be good for goodness sake. I, I thought maybe it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is about this um, mentally handicapped, not really sure person. Yeah. Uh, kind of like kind of a weird, quiet guy and his brother. Mm-hmm. And his brother is a uh, detective. Oh, Everyone okay. thinks he's a detective, but he's not. He flunked out of the school or flunked out of uh, police police academy. academy. Uh, and he goes door to door knocking on people's doors uh, around Christmas time saying that there's been some burglaries and stuff. Okay. And the other brother has already snuck into the house 
and they like torture these people and stuff on Christmas. Oh shit. It's 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 shot really well and like the the uh, effects are really good. It's really creepy. Uh-huh. Like there's some parts where like it's like is this supposed to be this creepy or is it creepy because it's you know very low budget. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah. And so also this the the one brother, the not detective brother. Yeah. Uh falls in love with this girl that he like runs into. Mhm. And she's also a murderer. You couldn't find out. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. This town's fucked up. Yeah, it's a fucked up town. Wild. But uh, yeah. What I, are the chances that you're a serial killer too? Yeah, yeah, weird. That's a joke. Like, that's supposed to be a joke. Not that, like, oh yeah, no, I was being serious. I'm actually a serial killer. Whoa, me too. Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm not. I oh, shit like fuck. That. One of my favorite horror movies is a cat burglar versus a serial killer. Yeah. It's called The Collector. Ooh, I don't know if I've ever seen that. Oh, dude, it's so good. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'll check that one out. But yeah, I want to talk about that. It was really cool. Mm. Um, it was Like I said, it was shot really well. Uh, it's super low budget. Yeah. Very independent, which I like that kind of stuff. Like, I have, I yeah. have a friend who is a filmmaker who's done independent stuff. Right. He actually just got... His movie on Shudder, which is a pretty big horror streaming service. Yeah, that's shout cool. it out. What's the name? Uh, Straight Edge Kegger. Well, shout it out. Shout it out for him. On but, Shudder. Check it out. Yeah. We're going to really check good. it out. We should. I'll watch it. I'll watch it with you. I own it. Well, there you go. Then we don't have to get Shudder. It's true. I also have Shudder, so we can do either one. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I wanted to touch on that. Also, I got a couple of... Um, so this sounds kind of cool. Uh, it is a some independent video game console. Mm. Okay. Uh, it is called the Playdate. Okay. By uh, Panic. This. Developed by Panic. This mm-hmm. is where you get online and you control the vibrator she's using? No, that's something else. <laughs> Anyways, this is not a vibrator. Oh, okay. Um, it is Believe called... It when I see it. Well, I'm sad again. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Playdate. Yeah. It's a like handheld system. Okay. So it's only uh it's so is a vibrator. God damn it. Sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> it's a, a small handheld system. Uh-huh. That is uh it's all it's all black and white. So okay. when I describe this, it's gonna sound not cool, but uh-huh. just stick with me. Okay. Uh it's I'm all, here for it. There's no like triple A titles or anything like that. Okay. And uh, the games will come in seasons. So when you buy that, you have to pre-order the the console. The console. Yeah. Uh, it starts with four games, and mm-hmm. then every week another game comes out for twenty-four okay. weeks. Okay. And that's season one. And you don't have to pay for any of the games. The games just you buy the console, right. And you got it. Uh, it's a black and white screen. It's only like like a three-inch screen or so. Okay. Uh, but the coolest thing about this is so it's got your D-pad. Two like uh, two A and B buttons mm-hmm. and a crank on the side, like almost like a fishing like a okay. fishing crank, mm-hmm. and the crank is part of the system, right? Like oh, there's a game where you're a little robot guy and you have to move the crank to move him. It's like a puzzle game, and like he like the moving the crank moves the little robot guy around. Okay, and uh, it looks really neat, but uh, mm-hmm. it's not shipped yet. Right. But they just did a pre-order about a month ago of it. Okay. And within 20 minutes, it sold 20,000 units. 
That's not bad. Yeah, and so far now, uh, all the pre-orders are... Uh, you can't get any more pre-orders for 2021. There's, you can still buy it, but it'll be next year it ships. Okay. So it's like a pre-order basis. Yeah. But it looks cool. It's a little, it, it's a little like handheld system that it's all, all independent games, much independent developers. Right. It also has where you can actually build your own games on it. Like it's got like the pretty capable software. You can make your own games and stuff on it. Okay. But yeah, it's called the play date. Looks kind of cool. I hope they don't have problems with fulfillment. Just because there's a lot of, there's still a lot of problems with uh, fulfillment, especially on electronic devices. Right. Yeah. So hopefully that doesn't come back to bite them in the ass, you know, overselling when they, you know, even if their production promised them that they could have them on time. Right. It's not yeah. necessarily going to happen. Yeah. With it, I mean, it sounds COVID and with COVID know, and everything else. Yeah, yeah I agree. It sounds pretty ambitious. Uh, it's a little pricey for us. Like, it's like $180 pre-order. Hmm. But it comes with 24 games. And that's just that's for season one. So I'm interested. I'd pay for it. I got a picture of it. Not that the podcast is going <laughs> to yeah. dig it. Show me audio, the picture. Audio medium. And I'll describe it. He's just going to say it looks like a dick. Shut that up. Vibrates. Don't run my joke. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to do it. I was going to show it. <laughs> That's actually a vibrator. Oh, okay. So it literally looks like a like a Game Boy with a widescreen and a crank on the side. Yeah. Looks like a Game Boy Color. And that's the... Okay. I don't know, man. I think you could use it as a vibrator. I, anything could be a vibrator <laughs> if you're brave enough. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's not super big. Oh, it's tiny. Yeah. It's like Tamagotchi sized. Holy shit. Yeah, that now, is really Now small. I get what you're saying, but it's a little pricey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little it, pricey. If it was like like a five inch screen, maybe, and like about twice that big, that would probably be, Yeah, I would say that's probably worth $150, $180. My attention yeah. span is gone, apparently. I imagine you said something about it being a handheld, and I was still thinking I was plugging it into my TV. <laughs> no, it's, wow. def- it's definitely a handheld. He, he said it like a hundred <laughs> times. He also said that it had a three-inch screen, and I just was like, yeah, okay. No, that's not big enough. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it looks neat. Like, it's not one of those... It's very it's very niche. It sounds very niche. Oh, yeah. It's one of those you're not going to play it for hours and hours, but like if you're waiting for dinner or something, pull it out, play these little independent games for... yeah. 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 Almost like an arcade style game. I assume those are on there. Yeah. Still cool. Always happy to see independent products come yeah. to life. Oh yeah. That's why I figured I'd touch on this a little bit. Okay. Also, if any any fan of the show wants to order me one, I will do a full review of it. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> or email in your full review. Yeah, we'll read it. Or yeah, or do that. Email it in, and then also let Dave play it. Do that too. Yeah, just let's do anyways, that. let Dave play it. Yeah, <laughs> Dave just wants to play one, not next year. He wants to play it this year. Yes. Did you? You said uh, it was. Was that it for your? I have another independent. You have more segment. One more. Do it. Do uh, it. It's uh, something I discovered recently. It's uh, it's on Steam. It's another video game. Okay. Uh, it's independent video game called Wilder Myth. Ooh. You guys heard of this? No. Mm-mm. I think you guys are gonna dig it. So it's a it's your standards. Um, it starts off like a standard like D and D type game, 
Okay. It's a, like a it's a tactics based like a, almost like Final Fantasy tactics ish. Mm. But you start with three characters and instead of having like picking your class, there's three classes. There's uh warrior, hunter, mystic. Okay. And instead of doing that, you randomly get your characters randomly have traits. Like I my warrior was like an aloof snark. There's like a goofy poetic or like ro- hopeless romantic like all they have these all these little story driven things yeah mm-hmm. and then the game kind of unfurls based on your uh on like the choices you make and pretty much the entire campaign is set how the how your characters interact with stuff mm-hmm. and um i'm not doing it justice it's a lot of fun basically it's very story driven <laughs> yeah. between between each uh chapter because it starts off like a campaign they're like chapter one, like campaign one, is split up into three chapters. Yeah. Uh, between each chapter, there's like, uh, like years go by. Like the first chapter, nine years went by, and your characters, you see your characters get older, and like they'll get married or have weird things happen to them, or they'll discover new stuff. So basically, it feels like playing a D and D game with a DM, like in fast forward. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's like like playing a uh, playing D and D with a AI DM, basically. That sounds crazy. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a uh, sounds fun. The um, art style is a little weird. The like combat is very like tactical turn based type. Yeah, but it's like ca- almost like cardboard cutouts looking. Yeah, I, f- I feel like a lot of those independent games are have like hinge on odd art. Yeah. Sometimes it's beautiful and sometimes I'm just like Yeah. This is fucking weird looking. This one's definitely I really like the art style. Yeah. It's really cool. And I'm a big fan of tactic games anyways. Yeah. It feels a little bit like like I said, like Final Fantasy Tactics or like XCOM type thing. Okay. And it's really fun. Yeah, XCOM but good. I liked XCOM. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot of fun and if you guys are super into like story driven role playing games. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Okay. What was the I name am. of it again? Wildermyth. Wildermyth. Okay. Wildermyth. It's on Steam. Okay. I think it's like 25 bucks. I don't have Steam installed on my computer. We'll install it. It's That's not what that computer's for. Oh. Uh-oh. Porn. No. The internet is for porn. That's, that's I can true. get the internet on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, those are my three independent. Uh, another great game on Steam is uh, Valheim. Yes, I played a little bit of that. That's Did a you? lot of fun. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun. It's like a like a Nordic uh, Minecraft. Yeah, pretty with, much with actual graphics. It's cool. Yeah, have you guys like played Half Life Three yet? No, it's not there. It's, that doesn't exist. But I we've say. been waiting on that game for like twenty years. Yep. <laughs> uh, I wanted to do a little shout out to somebody that hit hit me up. Uh, it was actually a couple weeks ago. Before we talk about the the reason that it's been a couple weeks that we haven't had a show, um, kid that I haven't seen in a while, and he's like not really a kid anymore. But um, when I met him, he was a kid. Um, he hit me up and was like, hey, man, I just wanted to say that I've really enjoyed listening to your podcast lately. My dad mentioned something about it when he visited me, and I really and I really love the movie talk. Um, 
And he was like, I didn't know if you still had my number, so he told me who it was. So I just wanted to shout out Colton. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, I appreciate you giving us some good words. Um, keep listening. Tell some people about it. Maybe get some other people to listen. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, but thanks for listening, Colton. Yeah, thank you. You're a cool guy. We appreciate it. Like Colton, Colton? Yeah, like, like Colton. Colton. I know. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Thanks, Colton. I think. Colton, you know. Played Magic with us? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we played Magic I with him, seen him for him a while. Forever. Yeah, exactly. Like, I haven't seen him in a while. Like, and even the last t- couple times I'd seen him, it was just like, you know, in passing. Mm-hmm. I was over at his dad's house and would like just randomly see him or something. But yeah, it's been a long time since I hung out with that kid and... He was like, hey, I've been listening to the podcast. I was like, holy shit, I still have your number. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. That makes me very happy. Yeah. It puts me in such a good mood. It made me pretty happy, so I thought I would share it with everybody. Aw, now I feel good. Last time we did this show, it was kind of a downer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, fuck. So many fucking deaths and stuff, but... Yeah, so, uh, Russell, why haven't we been getting together for the last couple weeks yes russell why haven't we so i went and watched snake eyes uh three weeks ago it was so bad it killed you for a week um (laughs) (laughs) i think it made me sick uh no uh i not a great movie I, i wanted to do this after i watched it uh not a great movie not a bad movie not a true adaptation. Yeah. But it's something. Um <laughs> as a as it's a, a it's a movie that was released. As a G.I. Joe fan, uh Snake Eyes being my favorite character. Uh I have a tattoo. Um it I don't know, man, it was weird. It made me feel weird. Because yeah. I didn't hate it like I thought I was going to. Hmm. Well, I also didn't love it. I was happy to see it made. Yeah. Uh it felt kind of like early Marvel movies. Yeah, you're just such a MCU. big fucking fan that you're like, man, I'm glad this got made. It's not yeah. great, but I'm glad it got made. <laughs> At least it got made. Yeah. Which is which is how I felt about the last the last couple GI Joe movies. Yeah, I'm like, God, these aren't these aren't amazing, but it's something. But they spent a hundred million dollars <laughs> on a fucking GI Joe yeah. movie, and yes, yeah, and I and I don't hate the other ones. I just. Like as a as an armchair movie critic, yeah. Uh, but you mean that's some, all we are. Yeah, some of my some of my favorite movies are ridiculous, ridiculous in depth, and are just like fantastical, like tells of, I mean nonsense, but yeah, great nonsense at that. Right. Um. Sometimes it is good to just like have fun with a movie. And I, I, for the most part, that's what they did with the Snake Eyes movies or movie. Uh, it's it's fun. Um, I recommend watching it. Uh, I wouldn't go to theaters and watch it. Uh, I don't actually know if that's where I got sick, but um, later that night, which, from my understanding, it's a three day uh, period from when you catch it, from when you start developing symptoms. Right. Um. So most likely, it was Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday before. Yeah. And uh, some people I was around at work uh tested positive and I assume that that's where I got it. Um but yeah, I had covid uh quote unquote for the first time. Pretty sure I had it before and yeah. tested negative, but we, we both think we've had it at least once in the last year and a half. Yeah. And 
tested negative. Uh, but yeah, rough time, man. Um, I'm better now. I yeah. survived, which is good. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, the first week was was real intense. Um, I was just constantly wet. And like I, I never had a fever above a hundred, which is like weird. But like I only remember having a fever a couple times as an adult, anyway. Um, so the highest it really got was like ninety nine point eight. But I, my body hurt so bad. Like if I did not have, like even after taking Tylenol and ibuprofen together, uh, it was still like real achy. But like if I didn't have Tylenol and ibuprofen, I would just like shake with pain. And it was Damn. it was fucking wild. Um, so it's pretty intense. Uh, I have not gotten vaccinated, but I, pl- I do plan on getting the J and J after my thirty days are up. Um, oh, you did look that up then. I, I mean, that's what that's the general okay like consensus. I gotta like talk to the CVS or whatever. Yeah, where you're getting it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it. Uh, it's not fun. Uh, I would like for it to be over. I think we all would. Yeah. Um, I am still mildly recovering mentally from the situation. Uh, so that's interesting. I had yeah. read about people talking about like the effects. Yeah, the like, like just the, like the after effects of it. And yeah, stuff. and like. The other times I was sick that I thought I had it, I didn't really have that. But, like, this has been a really rough week. I'm sure being off work for two weeks and going back has something to do with it, too. But Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I played a lot of Call of Duty. Yeah. That was... that We, was we both did. Kind of what got me through, I think. I, I, <laughs> I have been vaccinated. I got the J&J before, um, a few months ago, and uh, I, te- I got tested late in the last week that you had it. Yeah. And I tested negative. Um, one of our other mate, uh, he also has, I don't remember, he had one of the two dose ones and he never got it. Um, I have Moderna. You have the Moderna one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, and you, but you were never over here. Right. Once we knew he was sick, so. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy, like, it's interesting that it's been in our house at least twice and like I've tested negative every time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's weird. Especially now because like, they're like, it's so fucking contagious now. Yeah. Well, that's also like a people (laughs) I've had like six people be like, did you have Delta? And I'm like, are you like reading anything? Like they don't, they can't. <laughs> yeah, how the fuck are you supposed to know? Like I, they're not. The tests aren't. You didn't have like blood drawn. Yeah, and, like, they did a exhaustive uh, study of your fucking DNA to see what virus you had. Yeah, fucking idiots. I had my fucking nose swabbed. Yeah, exactly. Like, I got a PCR. Um, yeah, no, it's just interesting. Uh, if you get it. Yeah, just, I mean, hang in there. Stay strong. Um, it wasn't fun. It's weird. Yeah. I could imagine not being fun. Yeah. But, uh, dude, I don't know. That the after effects stuff is, like, fucking with me real hard. Because, like, my brain is just, like, 
melted. Yeah. So, yeah, like and I could the... I I lost my sense of taste for two days. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still don't smell things unless they're really really strong. Yeah. So I've made sure to shower twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> but the and my taste is like muted. Yeah. It's weird. Like I got a sandwich the other day and it had mustard on it. I can't fucking stand mustard. I fucking hate mustard. Mm. Like, and I like ate half the sandwich and then I was like, what's that? I took the bun off and I was like, that's fucking mustard. Why didn't I, I couldn't, I can't smell. So like, okay. Cause I, you can usually sniff my sandwich and just yeah. be like, oh, this is right. And, uh, cause like mayo and mustard have like weird smells and I don't eat either of those things. Mm-hmm. I still wiped the rest of the mustard off my sandwich, but <laughs> couldn't tell a difference. It, it was it was real weird, and so there's like a lot of texture, like um, like is weird. Like I we got a when I was sick, I got Subway, and uh, that was when I realized I couldn't taste anything because like Subway already doesn't have strong flavor, right? Like it's just like mundane fucking easy food that someone makes for you. Yeah, yeah, and. So I bit into a meatball and was like, usually it has like that saucy taste and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I can't even finish this. Like, this is fucking weird. And I only just like like, eating a ball of sand. Yeah. Yeah. I only like half my sandwich. Dude, it was real weird. It was real weird. Uh, But I could like taste certain things like, like my, I I drink the, uh, what's this called? It's a monster zero ultra, the white can. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I always think that it tastes like, a like what is something like, like a robot would drink. <laughs> if like a robot drink, drink a fucking decks. Cool. guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like, but I, I, I really like the taste of it. And so like when I was sick and like drinking my monster, like in those couple days that I couldn't really taste anything, I, it had like a different flavor. But I could taste it, so there were things in it that I could taste uh, over that's the other things. Weird. Yeah. yeah, it was super weird. Everything was just like different, and like I still can't, like I said, I still can't really smell things. Um, hmm. Which, like, I've read that that could be like a th- anywhere from a couple day to s- six months. Yeah, before I get it, get that back. I don't. I haven't really read anything about anyone losing it forever, which would. That was like an nuts. initial report, like that it was, it could had the possibility of being permanent. But I think those were the people where it was just like taking six months. Yeah, because that was pretty early on. Yeah, yeah. But there I, were like people that were like, I still can't taste or smell anything, and it was like three months later, and people were like, it might be permanent. <laughs> that would be awful. Yeah, right, dude. I'm fat. I love food. Same. If I can't fucking smell or taste anything. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> I lose a lot of weight for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I ate more. Uh, Be subscribing to that Huel shit. Like, give me some fucking Soylent Green. So, salty things. So, like French fries. Mm. So, when I couldn't taste. Eating French fries was fucking wild. Because <laughs> salt brings out the flavor in things. Yeah. Um. So, like... They tasted more like potatoes. And so for starters, that's how I want my French fries. I want them to taste like a potato. 
Yeah. Like uh, these fucking McDonald's fries and like so there's so many fries. That there's not like, enough potato to them. Yeah. yeah it's it's just all like just like fucking, the burnt exterior. Yeah. It right. just tastes like the grease that it's cooked in. Right. Um, You want like the thick fries that like the outside is fried, but the inside tastes like a fucking baked potato with nothing yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those are the fries that I like. I'm into that. Um, so eating fries was like my favorite part of the meal. The couple days that I couldn't <laughs> taste anything. Which is usually not the case, but I was just like, oh, these fries taste fucking amazing. <laughs> I the love sandwich fries. is okay. Tastes like texture. Uh, ugh. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. I can't imagine eating like a fucking gas station hamburger when you can't taste anything. Because like they're always like weird, like mushy... Like not the they're like not the right texture. Of they're meat. a weird texture, yeah. anyways. I also I also do want to be honest, um, because like the, the I I've been pretty consistent about wearing a mask yeah. and wearing my mask, and I'm not a anti mask. I'm not a, you should wear put your fucking mask on person. Like just do whatever you want to do and face the consequences. Oh, I have to tell you guys something about that Nathan saw earlier, but you go ahead and finish okay. your. But it has to do with masks. So I I am I'm definitely like a you know you do you but you know there's consequences to your actions and you have to deal with those like that's just, it's just like my general more moral I guess uh but the the couple days before I got sick I didn't really wear my mask honestly because I thought we were done thought we were over thought the situation had resolved itself uh things were looking good uh, we hadn't heard a whole lot about the Delta variant yet. Um, that mostly happened while I was off when they were like, holy shit, we're fucked. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, you know, like every fucking red state in the South went from like, <laughs> it's pretty bad here to like, we do, we have six beds left in the state. Yeah. And uh, so I did get a little arrogant. I did get a little ahead of the curve, I guess. And uh, th then I got sick. So, mm. you know, you, you get what you fucking deserve. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, you know, do wear your, wear your mask to the, you know, to the best of your ability. I mean, sometimes like I can't if it's if it's like smoldering fucking hot, it is super difficult to breathe in that motherfucker. And I get that. But, you know, just do your best to try to not get sick and not get anyone else sick. Yeah. Uh, so on the on the topic of masks there uh Nathan watched a video earlier today mm -hmm. um that was of a guy basically like he had a uh an aerosol can of some kind of alcohol mm -hmm. um and it was in like a uh like a weird pistol grip spray bottle yeah um and he put it inside a mannequin head and put a mask on the mannequin head. And he was like, okay, so we're going to test this for like an aerosolized, you know, basically like spit, right? Yeah. So he was like testing it and he was like, okay. And he put like a candle or a lighter that or something that was lit in front of another mannequin head. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you see where this is going, right? Yeah. Okay. So he, he's like, okay, six feet, mask on, sprays it, nothing happens. Mask off. Sprays it, catches the other head on fire. And he keeps going and he keeps like bringing it down and further and further and further. And the mask kept it from, get, kept the aerosolized alcohol or whatever from getting out up to three inches away. 
it finally burst into flames at three inches away. Wow. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. That um so that's science. Yeah. So that sounds <laughs> like that's pretty effective. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, viruses are smaller than, but it's got to get into the air somehow. That's the thing that's like, right. you know, it's got to get into the air through like particulate. So, yeah, it's not. I mean, we're not, not scientists here currently. Yeah, we're not scientists here, but like still like th- there's a lot of anecdotal evidence that masks work and there's a lot of scientific ev- evidence from health professionals that masks work. So, I mean, just. I I wear mine like when I go into stores. I don't wear it at home because I you know I'm I'm not fucking hitting my hands with sanitizer and washing them every time I touch the fridge. So yeah, you know if my roommates well, you- are sick, I'm gonna, probably gonna get sick unless I'm vaccinated. Apparently, <laughs> uh, but when I go to Walmart or to the gas station, if I go in the gas station, you know I wear my mask. So yeah. like you know I'm the same way. Uh, everybody at my job has to wear them unless you're vaccinated. So I'm like one of the, you know, f- few people that don't have to wear one. Um, uh, so like, but if there's a chance that somebody at my house is sick, I still wear it to try and protect other people. Yeah. You know, so just, you know, don't be a fucking dumbass and think you'll be fine. If you're okay <laughs> with fucking getting sick and dying that's your fucking deal but also don't fucking go out if you are sick right and get yeah. other people sick because that's the thing that i i love about the uh you're you're fucking my freedoms and it's like yeah okay if you want to get sick that's your freedom but when you go out and you get other people sick right the whole, the whole idea of rights is that they go up to the edge of everyone else's rights yeah they don't go over other people's rights right so everybody has to like think about that when they're saying shit like this, right? If once you start impeding on other people's rights, like getting other people sick, then you're, you know, that's not freedom. Yeah. That's that's getting other people sick because you don't want to do something. Yeah. And it so I I think it's interesting that for for years uh lots of years i don't know how many so i'm not going to say a number but lots of years it has been customary in japan to wear a mask when you are sick yeah it's just a thing that they do yeah you know um and i think i thought that that was interesting and that's something we never like you see it in movies you see it in like a lot news of clips. a lot of asian s- countries do that yeah you yeah, see them so like just, Jap- just randomly Japan, wearing but, yeah. surgical masks which oh, yeah. i never really knew why but until like oh, this yeah. started happening and then like you know because i asked the first time i saw somebody wearing a fucking surgical mask and then it was like why the fuck is that person wearing a mask when they're not in a hospital <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like oh they're sick or they have a compromised immune system, so they don't want to get sick. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Because it does. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It's just a... And, you know, I don't know that that's a thing we would have been able to do here really before, because there's places you literally couldn't walk in with having a mask on. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, even in the winter, like, people wear the, uh, the, the neck gates and mm. stuff to, like, save their sinuses from the cold. Right. And... A lot of the plate, like fucking Walmart. Like if you walk prior to this, if you had walked into Walmart with your neck gate up, like people would, like employees would have to ask you to take it down. And you know, I mean, banks obviously you're not supposed to wear a mask in right. prior to our situation, but um, 
you know, a lot of places just wouldn't wouldn't have let you do a thing like that. But I think there's things in place now that like should stay in place because yeah. we uh, it was like three whole strains of the flu that we killed last winter, last flu season. Mm-hmm. Like three whole strains just, just disappeared. disappeared. And, you know, it's uh, huh. sickness is a real thing. Yeah. And I mean, it was before this and now we're more conscious of this. Yeah. Don't. And, don't blow on the whole fucking cake when you blow out your candles. Just don't do that anymore. Yeah. It's gr- it was always gross. It's always been gross. <laughs> it's always been gross. Especially if fucking kids. Yeah. Just I don't want that cake anymore. I don't want any of that fucking cake. Candles are for cupcakes. Yeah. I'm putting it on a shirt. Plus, like, you know, people catching their shit like on that. fire and silly string fucking exploding in your house and shit. But, yeah. Some of the sanitary shit that we figured out just because people started dying should have been common fucking sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Remember when, remember when it was culturally appropriate to make fun of germaphobes? Yeah. They were, they were ahead of the curve. They knew what was up. Yeah. They were, they were smart. They were thinkers. You know what I saw on Reddit the other day, though? Hmm. Uh, I saw a video of these girls taking shots and then spitting it into another guy's mouth. So some people are still like, whatever, man, we're going to, we're going to do whatever. And it was just like random people. It wasn't like people that came with that guy. I, like there people. has never been a situation where I would let some random girl spit a shot into my mouth. No. Same. Same. I mean, there would never be a girl, a, a situation where a random girl would offer to do that for me, but like, <laughs> I still wouldn't yeah. accept it if it did happen. <laughs> Don't say never, Shane. Well, Don't say never. You're a big rock star. You never know. Yeah, those karaoke I'm nights. Big is correct. Um, <laughs> dude, that that never never amounted to anything. It was always like, you know, some fucking lady came up and told me she got horny for me, and then like went back with her husband, and I was like, what the fuck even just happened? Did I just get her aroused for her husband to take take her home? And- no, you didn't. But, but but you're welcome. Be happy because whoever it, the it, fuck that guy is, <laughs> you're fucking welcome. You been, got laid that Friday, and it was because of me. <laughs> <laughs> it had been three years for him. Okay, Shane, yeah. like be be happy. Congratulations, by the way. Um, <laughs> well, I'm aroused. But anyway, <laughs> somebody should wrap this up. Probably, yeah. Oh, should it be me? Like we need Maybe. to wrap our faces up. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I will wrap the show up. Yeah. That seems like it's all. We Do talked it, about a lot of stuff. I'm going to make more bad jokes. I. All right. This has been the DQB Does Hostful. <laughs> hostful. <laughs> God damn it. To wrap it up quick. Oh, this host is about to get filled. All right. Uh, host filled. <laughs> Fuck. Let me take that all over again. This has been the DQB Does Hostful. Thank you. Wu-Tang forever. Wu-Tang! Hey, done fuck with.
This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.